Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. Unfortunately, this is Leo. You, you are <laughs> in a mood today, bro. <laughs> I don't want to be me right now. <laughs> All right. Note to self, don't don't break any bad news to Leo before recording. <laughs> Definitely don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not you. It's... <laughs> It's a person in question. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Last week it was you too, Manny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for this week's episode, we are going to do our final check-in for the last seven episodes of Your Lion April. Woohoo. Uh, we're going to do a quick little look back because uh I did not notice that it was our hundredth episode last week. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So for all intents and purposes, we're, you know, we're calling this one the hundredth. All right. Happy hundredth. Yes, sir. Uh, Then we're going to do a little bit of throwback into some of uh, some of old builds and different opinions on some odd builds that we might want to do later in the future when we've Mm -hmm. given up on life. Uh (laughs) It's the the midlife crisis right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I, I'm on super midlife crisis right now. <laughs> and we'll do a quick recap from the ARC movement show. Hey. So let's let, let's start with uh, Manny's favorite here. <laughs> Why must you torture me? So we have... Wait, Leo, did you do the homework? I did. I homework. hope you did. I did. Okay, but, we, we got to double check with you now, so... Yeah. Okay, what what was the last episode, Leo? Him playing the piano to no. What number? Like what episode? Yes, twenty two. Okay, just making sure. Or okay, then go ahead, Manny. Start kick us off. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're catching up, catching up with your homework. Kick us off, Manny. I can't kick in you. the mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. So you finished it. I already know you're 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 broken. I am I am in broken into an infinity of pieces. Pieces? Pieces. There's no wrong way to Reese's pieces. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, All right. I'm actually I'm more curious for... about how Leo finished it off. How how do you feel about it now that you finished the end? I like it. It was okay. It was okay? Yeah. Do you think you would want to watch it again next year? Just for Manny, yes. Just for Manny. Oh, wow. But besides that, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I, feel so lo- I feel so loved. That's the only love you'll get. <laughs> From you, uh, it doesn't really matter. Oh. And again, it's coming okay, straight from that. Manny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the actual episodes now. Okay. So Manny, why don't you start out with the synapse for the last for the first uh three that we watched? The first three was basically we saw that he actually took up like an apprentice and everything. And little did he know is that the apprentice he took was the little sister of his one-sided rival uh, rivalry which he, d- he still has yet to understand that uh, that whole situation because he's oblivious to all that like everything else so far in the show yeah 
And it was not originally her intention to become an apprentice of his, right? No, it was more of an intention to become an apprentice or a student. I mean, for his current teacher, which would be Seto, which is like the top pianist for all of Japan. Correct, correct. So they had um, Arima take over as kind of teaching her. Yes. And uh, to be honest, I fucking like her character because she's like, low-key kind of evil <laughs> low-key daddy knowing you tony i can i can definitely see you liking her as a character that was fucking funny like uh i think there was one of the little pranks or whatever that she did was she left lipstick on his uh on his collar not oh, collar, uh, yes, sleeve yes. on his sleeve knowing that he was gonna go visit uh cowdy and everybody at the hospital later yes well i don't know if she knew at the hospital but knowing that he was gonna go off and see some other some of his uh, classmates or whatever, right? Someone, yeah. at, at least. Yeah, so she just, like, sabotaged them to fuck with them. Like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and then so he got to, he got the chance to know what it means to be a teacher in this sense, to better himself as a pianist, to evolve and just become better, like I said. And we just see him basically transform where he can push his, his student, which is the little girl. I, can, I, I honestly kind of forgot her name a little bit. But we saw him transform more. Transform, but also push the, uh, that girl to her limits to like be also a better pianist to shine, to make herself shine in, in front of an audience, especially. And that's what Absolutely. we got to see in the first three episodes. Forgot yeah. the little girl's name. I forgot, but I, I, I'm not too worried. Oh, Nagi, there you go. Oh, you did do the homework. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You probably Googled it right now. <laughs> no. Where's my phone to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> I need that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, yeah, but... So the next, the next episodes was basically like Cody is in the hospital this whole time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and she's kind of like pestering him about practicing because he's trying to get into the school and he needs to do well in the competition, right? Yes. So she's writing his back about practicing. She does get the little bit of jealousy when they find out that he's teaching that that kid. And yeah. um, the next two three episodes leo why don't you cover us those for us i'm not sure if you pulled up notes i'm assuming i have notes you don't have notes you liar <laughs> <laughs> well it's a little blur <laughs> let me see if i remember to be honest because <laughs> all right the thing that was bothering me the most was the ending because it was actually sad and then um Manny, please don't hate me for this. But what bothered me the most too is about one of the all the characters is all their lips. And it was been bothering me the whole like <laughs> that episode. Uh I don't know how I can get I, mad I, about that because that's something I don't pay attention to. I did. It was bothering me. I was enjoying the music and everything. But what bothered me the most like, damn, this, these lips are annoying the shit out of me. You know what? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, but there's only one that really stands out the most that bothers me the most. Like the Isn't other ones, I can more or less. 
uh, the friend that's not really involved in the story, but is always around. Yeah, yeah, the friend with the ponytail. Yes, I think so. Miss, She's kind of like face. pouting, like forever pouting face. Yeah, Miss Freckle face. Yeah, <laughs> those lips, the the drawing on those <laughs> lips. I'm like, what the fuck? It's been bothering me the whole like the longest time. I had to, I had to take it out. I, I couldn't wait for any more longer. <laughs> oh, like goddamn! Like it would have been perfect if you know the lip wasn't there. But yeah, but yeah. But I remember that uh, Cowdy uh, told um, Kuse um that she doesn't have a long time to live, and then also um, if I remembered, uh, is it Nagi? Yeah, no, no. Kuse asked Nagi to be her like Kuse. No, fuck. Kose. Kose. I say the way I want it. This is America. Okay? <laughs> I think even the people in America say it better than you. Am I American? I mean, do you have papers? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Kose asked Nagi to be Damn. like her party at the, uh, the school festival, and she said, yeah. And that's what, how far I remembered. So you didn't finish it then? I, I finished all the way to the end. But you just say you don't, that's as far as you remember. Yeah, because I watched it within, what was it? I did four episodes after Wednesday each day. And then we had that three, I had a three day break. And it blanked out on me, unfortunately. The only okay. thing I remember at the end. Okay. The ending is sad. I'll tell you. The ending that. is definitely sad. Uh, uh, I, see, I, I see. I see why you get a a monthly checkup on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see why. <laughs> I was. I when I watched. It, I was like. I was like trying to hold back my tears a little bit. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, I, I, why, I didn't. I didn't hold back. Like damn, and I know why Maddie wanted to uh, go underneath the table because that table would be looking nice right now to cry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but like it wasn't until the next episode after the first three episodes for this week's uh, assignment of watching this anime um, is the episode I really didn't like the most out of the whole series because it follows Takashi's backstory of like how he pictures, uh, how he views heroes in piano in his I in his journey as a pianist. And like I, I thought to him, he was like the most annoying character, in my opinion. Okay. The whole hero sense with piano just didn't sit with me, honestly. So I, I just didn't care about him at all. I think they were just trying to establish some reason why he should care about him. Exactly. And they but just didn't, I, I didn't. They didn't come up with a good one. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens with anime. Well, with writers sometimes when they try to think they can do it. Just like um, the Mugen Train movie. That was I, just- I know you know that too uh, all too well, Tony. Oh yeah, that shit was ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and then the following episodes was basically preparation and stuff that happened before the preparation for the final competition of the the piano competition or anything. We see Kose breaking down. We see Kaori getting worse in the hospital and stuff to the point where he has a mental breakdown seeing her what what he thought was that she probably died on the hospital bed 
because he started having flashbacks of his mother on the hospital bed as well at the moment when she was having her episode and the nursing staff being dicks to them for just being in shock, just standing there at the doorway. That part killed me. Fuck those nursing staff. (laughs) (laughs) That part killed me instantly. And what also killed me instantly as well was when uh, Subaki went to Seto to plead with her to go look at Kose to see in what condition he's he's in and everything. And for her to find him just completely just broken mentally, emotionally, physically, where he just doesn't know what to do with life anymore. Because all all his life was just to make his mother happy. Now that his mother is gone, now his, his, his he found a new goal was to make Kaori happy and realize his goals and ambitions as a pianist to make her happy. But seeing her dying was just like a giant second wave of the original tor- torment and trauma he had with his mother. He needs to stop making people happy because he keep killing them. Well, I think he just needs to stop making people <laughs> happy with piano. Yeah. Yeah, they go through a whole little section of where they kind of emphasize, like, the amount of pain he's going through is going to create either an amazing artist or he's just never going to touch the piano again, right? At this point, they should have done a crossover with Naruto Shippuden so they can have pain in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then that would have been 200 episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I didn't do no crossover right there. <laughs> this is probably the anime pain watches. If you ever watched anime, yeah, no, I, it all adds up now. You're right, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Every year that Manny does this to himself, he adds a piercing. Holy! Bro. <laughs> I don't even have any piercings. I don't know where you got that from. Oh what? wait, never mind. It just flew over my head. Yeah, way oh. well over. My goodness. <laughs> no way. I refuse to believe that, man. <laughs> I refuse. You refuse to believe what? That that flew over your head. No, it really did. <laughs> oh goodness sake. Alrighty. So and then we finally get to see the ending last episode with uh, Kose finally doing his final performance and just leaving the whole audience in awe as he begins his first his first uh, transition into the into the composition uh i'll look up what the composition is if anybody's interested in checking it out but it just basically tip tip top i know right <laughs> but continue sir i really interrupted you i know you always do <laughs> good at least we had that a clear understanding on that but what also killed me, especially, was um, how it just sounded so mournful, such sadness, such sorrow, that people that were well-versed with emotion and in, in instruments um, in the audience of the anime and everything, that they were able to sense it, they were able to feel it, uh, almost like if they were experiencing his, his just like unstable emotions of, of sad of sadness i don't know if you guys understood uh, also like realized that a little bit as well as you, when you rewatched it with me he was playing it with his heart out pretty pretty much pretty much and i think that's what drived him to play this piece even though like how sad it was um but the idea that he can finally play a piece uh how he wants to play it not 
how his mother embedded his embedded mentally into him that he has to play it perfectly as if uh, how the cop uh, the composer wanted it to be played and everything and like that's what killed me the most like i said and how he was just envisioning that coyote was right next to him playing the piano the piano i mean not the piano but the violin and how while she was on the surgery table that his envision was dying of her at the same time that she was actually dying on the operation table that's a hard that's a really hard thing hard thing to go through oh yeah definitely and we also yeah. have like there's also I, I i took some time to check up on uh the forums a little bit on like people debating on what her illness was but the most plausible illness that sh- that could relate to her was uh Federic's uh, ataxia uh so the, it's like basically a rare genetic disease that can cause like very difficult walking loss of sensation through her limbs impaired speech and just degeneration on parts of her body especially which all all adds up like to what she's what she was going through in the anime yeah and i guess a a fair thing to note is that the surgery they were trying to do was actually like a heart surgery right i believe so i don't think they really mentioned if it was her heart but well i looked up the disease and that's one of the surgeries that they kind of use to help um uh, to help actually uh, help with that cause. That is true. Cause uh, as I'm reading the notes here on the, it, it is a disease that could also affect the heart, mm-hmm. but the main issues is that it causes damage is the spinal cord and the brain. So that's also a bigger issue than just the heart alone. And yeah. Man. There's somebody that got super detailed on there and like those little flashes where they kind of go to the, uh, the, the heart monitor mm-hmm. that, they were saying that when you they show the numbers, it actually shows her blood pressure rising up a lot, skyrocketing, suddenly dropping. Like if she's yeah. hemorrhaging and bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So and that then, indeed. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I apologize. That's right. That's right. Uh, so then, also mm-hmm. when they kind of connected the two dots of the of the blood pressure on that heart monitor, they also connected it with the animation while they were doing the song where she kind of like leans back and all the, all the, was it the flowers or something? Like the Sakura flowers burst out of her. Like if basically if she was bleeding out. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they kind of symbolized her basically hemorrhaging out during the surgery. Exactly. And that's like, goes back to what I was saying earlier, how his envision of her was fading out just like (laughs) she was fading out of her life on the operation table. And like this, these last seven episodes were just a train wreck for me, honestly, emotionally and, and mentally. No, oh, yeah, uh, Manny. Also, fun fact about that disease you were talking about: mm-hmm. it's very common for people between the age of ten and fifteen years old, which coincides with their age group at the moment as well. Correct, and also it's a uh, a big sign of symptom. On that disease is a form of heart disease, uh, scoliosis, and some kind of pancreatitis um, disease. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read that. Read any of that. So that's interesting, actually. Which actually, like, if you think about it, it all falls in place of 
all her condition. True, true. But yeah, um, that's our mental health checkup. Well, yeah. Mine mainly, I would say, but yes. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to do it next year. <laughs> I'm still going to do it next year. Yeah, we'll see. You might have to brave this one alone. We might just check in with you and yeah Call that I, mean, I, I mean i've been i've been braving it alone these past few years ever since the anime came out so it's it's nothing new to me well be blessed that we came here to support you for one of those times <laughs> <laughs> one and only <laughs> one and only okay well so anyways uh let's move on to our next thing so yeah fellas after i uploaded last week's episode i realized we had already done a hundred of these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> it, it's funny because like months ago i was telling manny he's like oh man we're we're gonna be approaching 100 episodes soon we should do something and then i was like oh i guess we passed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah we're gonna call this kind of more or less 100 episodes ish which i think fits us very well for the brand <laughs> yeah yes. ish ish works ish, ish. but yeah man like uh i think at this point we've we've earned a little bit of stripes right i was uh i was mentioning to leo because he said he was going to try not to cuss i failed already yeah well (laughs) it happens um one of the things that uh that changed from when we first started the podcast is i never marked any i think i marked maybe one episode um explicit maybe one or two tops just because of the certain things we were talking about but what uh episode it's was a, that i don't remember oh man i want to say it was uh episode 65 what episode was that leo 65 yeah, what okay, was it titled sure. you, you can look at right there you guys have technology all right, all right. right there <laughs> well anyways i think i marked two of them and i can't remember what we were talking about but Apparently, we cuss so much that the uh, the hub, the podcast hub that hosts our feed to distribute to the uh, platforms, it automatically marks us as explicit. <laughs> nice. Heck yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's a striped earned. A little star by our names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like that. I was like, all right, that's something that's different. But, um, fellas, so what do you feel has changed since we started the podcast a hundred episodes ago? Manny. Definitely, definitely just overall quality on our sound equipment, I would say, and just us bettering ourselves to talk through the mic and everything. Cause, uh, you, you already know, t- uh, Tony, I mean, and also Leo probably already got his first experience at this, like how we started off, honestly. I was the first listener. and but like how we started off was like how many mistakes we made and like how we learned from our mistakes and everything just over the course of time oh and there's still many more being made (laughs) oh yeah definitely definitely that's the best part (laughs) is it that's the best part it's the best part because no one knows about it because they get edited out you know what half the time i start off and go like this isn't the second time we're doing this intro (laughs) (laughs) but they don't know you probably think we're we're playing around no, no, that's legit us fucking up. Yeah. 
Yeah, it still happens. Like, no one to know that this is the third time recording. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. This one's good. This is the <laughs> first time right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we definitely did learn a lot. We de- definitely have upgraded equipment. Made some mistakes. We're still making some here and there, but only way is up, hopefully. Yeah, well, I'm kind of glad, you know, I used, I was, uh, I was a guest before, before I even joined the podcast, but now I'm part of the podcast now. And I used to, well, when I first came in as a guest, I used to stutter. I was quiet. I was you were scared tim- of Tony. I was intimidated by you. Ooh. <laughs> you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I was. Now look where I'm at. Like before the podcast, I woke up by myself, nobody by my side. Now after the podcast, now I'm waking up next to a, a body pillow. So I feel like my life is becoming more successful little by little. I'm proud love of that. It. Love proud it. Of that glow up. What about love you, it, Tony? Love it. Um, what changed? You know, your cars. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Actually, yes. (laughs) Many of them. Yes, yes. Many moons ago. Many moons ago. Yeah. No, I think for me, it's more. uh, Honestly, I think it actually helps for presentation, for speaking, kind of learning to watch myself a little bit when I'm talking. So I think it actually does help with a little bit of skills that you could probably take into the professional world. Actually, yeah, with the podcast, now I became more confident of speaking more and having more conversation with others. It's good practice. And, and then because I edit everything, I get to listen to myself and go like, God damn it, I got to stop saying that repetitively or something, you know? No, yeah. I, I get called out for that a lot. Really? Honestly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotten to the point where I recognize your honestly by the sound verb. Right? <laughs> like I see the little wave. I'm like, oh, that's Manny saying honestly. And then I go play it. And I'm like, yep, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> that's- so I-, I think that's the biggest takeaway from this, honestly, for me. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think that's been the biggest takeaway for me, just kind of helping develop some speech and get more comfortable just kind of talking on the fly a little bit. Yeah. Also, I'm like thankful for the podcast too. Like 100th episode, we got to meet, you know, old friends. We got to meet new people, uh, doing more exciting stuff, whatnot, what forth. So it's pretty cool to be part of the podcast. Yeah, just just overall experiences with like the events that we've had since we first started the podcast and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's probably the, the next thing for sure is our guests, our listeners kind of like talking to people who DM us on the Instagram or very few, but every once in a while we get some emails in and stuff like that. And obviously our guests that we get to have on and, you know, talk about cars or anime and stuff like that you know yeah. yeah it's really cool to talk to other people about cars or cars or anime or any similar hobby that we have yeah our little you know and that's the whole thing is that we have our community is pretty fucking niche yeah. <laughs> it is it is like you have anime people you have car people and then we're targeting the ones that are kind of into both 
and willing to listen to a podcast. <laughs> yes. Because like, you know, you can take this small niche community that given, yeah, you know, it's been growing over the last couple of years, but there's still even a smaller niche that'll even bother listening to a podcast. So we're absolutely thankful for everybody that does listen to our podcast every week. We want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really yeah. appreciate you guys. You guys are a rare breed. We love you guys so much. And I especially love the single ones out there. I love you guys the most. All right. Don't worry, so, settle time, down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got 100 in. We'll shoot for at least 100 more, right? Let's make yeah. it 200. Oh, all right. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. Like, you know what? One more thing I could say that I appreciate about the podcast over the last hundred episodes. What is it? It's that it's okay. Not to say it in a wrong sense. Right. So it's given me a sense of responsibility in the good sense of like, Hey, you need to take time out of your day or out of your week. Really? Right. Cause we record once a week. Yeah. Take some time out of your week. Talk to your friends, talk about some bullshit, get together. You know what I mean? Because I am the type that'll tend to like just get hyper fixated and focus on whatever I'm doing. So I'll end up just fucking working all the time. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Think, it, it's kind of like a forced break. Like, hey. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, it's like a break that we all need. Yeah, yeah. Because like for me. For me, just for the way I am, I'm going to be the type that's just going to go to work, go to work, go to work, go to work. And, you know, if I get some time, go do something with my cars. Go If I get some time, watch some anime. But, like, I'm not going to socialize too much, you know? Yeah. And this has kind of been, like, a planned, scheduled, like, hey, you know, cut some shit out of your week or whatever and socialize with, with the boys or something, you know? Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, and I kind of appreciate that because there are some times where I do feel like, oh, man, I have all this shit to do, all this shit to do. And then I look at the date or the time I'm like, oh, that's right. I get to record the podcast today. Yeah, and some of the listeners don't know, but before we start the podcast, we have like the, a 30 minute, uh, you know, 30 minutes of us talking about what we're right up in the, as a topic. And we just shoot the Hold shits on. and it's like uh, 10 minutes of what we're going to talk about on the podcast just to make sure we're in order and then we're usually bullshitting about other stuff <laughs> yeah we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> five minutes of what we're, we're going to write on the topic and then the 30 minutes of it just bullshitting <laughs> yeah and, and you know that's what i mean that's one of the things i think i do appreciate about that yeah all right so 100 in We'll do another hundred for sure. We'll see. Like I said, we'll see where it goes. The The day that it stops kind of being fun is the day that we'll stop doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do appreciate everybody that listens. You guys, you guys help make it fun. We do appreciate all the messages we get and everybody that's tunes in every week. But with that said, where do you guys see the podcast going in the next hundred episodes? SEMA. SEMA. I haven't registered us. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Go register with us now. Um, I feel, I always shoot for high to the sky, even though we may not make it. But I always be positive about this. I feel like we might become donor media. We we might be better than donor media. Who knows? 
We don't got budget like Dona Media, yeah, bro. We don't have <laughs> at the moment, at the moment. We're going to do, you know, they do that uh, high car, low car. Yeah. We're going to do but, that just on Forza. Like <laughs> a real life, low car, no car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. Well, That's I don't know if we can do it on Forza. Lofty maybe, goals. What's maybe that? Grant, Grant. I don't know if about Forza. But maybe Gran Turismo, since we've already mentioned that their value on the cars are are basically reflect the value the the actual values in real world time. Oh well, uh, so I don't know if you've seen the high car, low car stuff, Manny. I have, I have. Okay, so it's just mods. It's the same car. Yeah. Uh, we'll true, just give true. it. The, we'll just give it the shitty mods of whatever platform you decide. <laughs> yeah, what mod is better, AutoZone or O'Reilly? <laughs> Yep, which fake hood scoops hold them all? <laughs> <laughs> which hood scoop can hold the top speed before flying? <laughs> Becomes a road hazard. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, Larry, aren't we all, to be honest? Well, we know Leo Selka is at the moment. So right now the road is safe at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. All right, Manny, how about you? Uh, I mean, there's the, it's just we've done so much over the hundred episodes, so it's kind of hard to like wrap my brain about like of like all the experiences we had so far. But definitely, I would like to have a goal to go to SEMA at least. All right, all right, that and, is a goal, and it's possible. And continue doing the like my 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 resto mod uh, with the El Camino, especially. Yes. All right. Well, this will be a serve as a good little blog of memories when you go back after exactly. it's done. Wait, 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 I have a question. If we can sign up for SEMA, can we sign up for Anime Expo as well? I mean, we could. So mm. if we can get enough people that'll actually attend, <laughs> we could even, you know, maybe one day we can set up like a live recording. You know how they do the panels? Yeah. We can do a live show and record it that way at Anime Expo or Impulse or something. I don't know about Impulse. They don't have that, but they don't have panel rooms, but ALA does. Can we uh, have a um, like a little like pass or badge? Would you like, yeah, we're reporters. We're about oh, to report the shit. Yeah. That's how we would get into SEMA anyways. So if we yeah. can maybe do a media pass to ALA or Expo or something. Let's check that out. Mm. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's all right. Homework. <laughs> yeah, could we get VIP access that we can go see behind the scene that other people can't, and we could uh, report it back to you guys, our viewer, our viewers, our listener. How would you guys like that? Very true. Very true. All right. Well, let's get into what I think might be coming in the future, and you kind of teased it up there a little bit. Is viewers viewers yes i know that's like our biggest honestly our biggest biggest shortcoming on this podcast is our content creation as far as like visual media and social media (laughs) we're getting there we're getting there slowly but surely i mean slowly slowly but we kind of ghost the fuck out on instagram all the time we don't post very often often how many pictures did you guys take at the arc movement event this weekend 
one. <laughs> I took just, none. <laughs> it just a photo is just me and Manny together <laughs> at the bathroom. Oh god. <laughs> So that's why I think maybe in the future, it would be really cool if we can meet somebody or one of our friends ends up getting into it as a hobby or something that we can get like a visual media guy to join us and help us with that side. Definitely. Cause even at the arc moon event, I was like trying so hard to stay awake. I, I was dead tired. And so I came <laughs> along and ruined everything for Manny. <laughs> So, yeah, I think for us in the future, it's going to be either ourselves figuring out how to get better at that. Obviously, besides just snapping pictures, we want it to look nice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or finding somebody to kind of join us and help us with the with that side of the podcast. With the media stuff. E- visual media stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. I have someone as a, as a camera guy when I go to Anime Expo. That would be dope. There you go. There you go. A drunk adventure at Anime Expo. Oh, geez. Our field reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Our field reporter. We lost him. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that is uh, our 100, 100 episodes. You know, in the future, like I said, we all got different little goals and ideas. We'll see where it kind of takes us. But since this is part, you know, car podcasts, where do you see it going in the future regarding your builds, your cars? Mm. I mean, I kind of already mentioned it. Uh, I want to try to see if I can focus more on the El Camino. Yeah, I'm trying to now that yeah, now that I basically started the whole process now for the rewire on the wire harness. Uh, I now want to do the the EFI because I still got the Holly Sniper EFI kit that's on standby, and. I've already done the interior. Well, not the, not fully the interior, but like the seats. And there's still more things that I want to do. But uh, Tony's already mentioned this before on one of our previous episodes. It's kind of an expensive car to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Classics are not a budget build. They are not anymore. Unless you're doing a rat rod. True. No, rat rods are expensive still. I mean, they're expensive to buy, but if you if you're if you're building a rat rod, usually you're a guy that can weld. You're usually a guy that can cut, and you can do your own shit most of the time. That's none of us. I can weld. Yeah, Tony can. I'll weld. cut your shield, your shit all up if you want. Please do. <laughs> rat rod soup or rat rod uh, subi? Mm, maybe or the Celica. Let you know. I want to do a. Four by one fourteen uh, look conversion on the Subaru, really okay. badly, and put fourteen inch wheels. Why? So I can fit my long champs. Duh, your oh, long champs. <laughs> you, you All right, Leo, cool well, speaking speaking of your car, then where do you see your build going in the next hundred episodes? Hopefully, I get to finish uh, building the Celica again, getting a new motor for it. And God knows what I'm gonna do with the Subaru because I'm not a fan of it. But actually, it's gonna be shocking to everyone. But I kind of want to do my last drift event on July and focus more on track oriented stuff. Ooh, you perked my ears. Yeah, I want to make the Celica more of a a track car slash the Chakotan style. That's that's my goal. Okay. 
Yeah. And so I could be just like Jaime and be cool and, and I can overtake him and I put my biggest smile on my face, my overtake him. That's Gauntlet has been, been throwing. <laughs> and then as he overpasses you again as well, you just see his bumper sticker saying, see you, Mr. Bitches. And that's where in the next corner I'll be like, oh no, my break is gone. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Forza. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to be more focused on track stuff with the Celica. I feel like I it has a lot of that. potential. I feel like it had a lot of potential. I, I did, support that. I redid a lot of a lot of track stuff with the Subaru. It did amazing. But you know how Subaru engine works. <laughs> and you know how pricey that shit is. Oh yeah. So I already well it it was a autocross event in Anaheim, the Angel Stadium. And I was point four thousand of a second off of a gtr at an autocross event and that made me happy and i feel like i could do better i, I want to do better than that in a celica there okay. you go all right that's that's actually that gets me kind of uh excited for you actually because that means we can start hitting up track events together yeah i'm really looking forward to that i'm really trying to put 100 percent on that Nice. All right. I guess for me, it's kind of the obvious that I've been trying to work towards is that I get back out on the track. Damn it. (laughs) I feel like I've been doing this forever, (laughs) but yes, mine is going to be getting back out on the track, finishing all the HPDE stuff. And I, you know, within the next, hopefully the next hundred episodes, I figure out where I want to compete at. I know I mentioned it before. I'm kind of in that, you know, eat, race, love. (laughs) Like uh, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what platform I'm going to want, exactly what competition I'm going to want to be in. Is it going to be time trials? Is it going to be wheel to wheel? You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I want to do it like, I literally sold my type R so that I can get a truck and trailer and get myself something cheaper to track Mm -hmm. out there. It's just, I need to find where that niche is. And, you know, originally it really was the Fox body, but there's just no competitors for it. You know what I mean? Just be first place all the time. Well, that's boring though. Like (laughs) motivate other people. You're like, damn, this guy's getting first place. Let me see what's up. He's not wrong. Uh, I mean, it could, but it's just like if you're if you know the Fox Body community, there it's a rare breed of people who are actually gonna track them. Yeah, most of them just go straight. Yeah, if anything, I'm gonna see S550s like Manny's out there line up with my Fox Body, and then I'm just gonna be like, well, fuck. (laughs) SN95s are on track now. That's a cool thing to see, too. Yeah, but you don't see them actually road racing very often. Mm, I, I have, actually. Where at? I've seen a lot in multiple uh, world-time tech challenge events. Which organization? I'm not too sure. Okay. Because I know of a couple that do it, but like, there's not like a, a specific series, right? Yeah. Because unless you're spending dumb money on that stupid ass platform, it's not competitive. 
Yeah. The only way to really compete in that platform budget wise is to compete in a spec series with other people in the same platform. Yeah. So people in California, let's start a Mustang spec series. There is already, but nobody's in it. <laughs> All you Mustang driver losers. That's it for Tony. So, like I said, I think in the next hundred episodes, it's really going to be me getting out on track, getting my getting through my HPD stuff, and <clears throat> kind of deciding where I'm going to sit at and try to compete at. Right. So, I have a question for you, Tony. How many car changes I'm going to have between then, or what? Besides that question. Okay, what, oh, man? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the goal with the suspension that you got? Oh, it's still going on. Okay. Yeah, it's still going to go on after I get back out racing. I'm okay. going to start working on that, and I, th- I think I'm going to try to drift the Mustang. So, does that mean you're going to remove that rear axle of your Fox body? Uh, the one that is currently in there, yes. I have a whole nother rear axle. And were you willing to sell that rear axle to me by any chance? Sure. Well, I mean, sell as in uh, you lovely donated to me. Sure, you can take it. Hell yeah. Now I gotta find a four lug uh axle now. Spindle. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mine is five lug. Yeah, iwi. I mean iwi. Iwi can't fit my long champs on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like in the words of Tony of Tommy, like you can't fit your long chumps on it. My long chumps. I'm gonna get a, a center cap to see long chumps. Do it. I've been wanting that for a long time to piss people off. All right. So we went over our build process for the next hundred episodes that we're expecting of. I wanted to get into what was your first build? First build. What's your first build, Tony? My first build in the most odd fucking fashion. My first build was a 1993 Caprice classic wagon. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The grandpa mobile. Super fucking grandpa mobile, dude. It was literally the family wagon. Did it have like wood paneling outside? No. So the wood paneling you typically saw on the Buick Roadmaster, which is like the same fucking thing. The Roadmaster. Yeah, it was just, they had the wood paneling and it was a little bit more like luxury. You kind of saw like those, some of those had like sunroofs and stuff like that. And there weren't real wood either. They were fake wood. No, yeah, yeah. It wasn't (laughs) real wood. (laughs) No, my first build was that Caprice. It was, uh, so like, it's not my first car, right? Because I had a couple cars before that. Because, uh, when I was like 15, I worked for like a house renovation construction company during the summer with my friend. Like it was like his dad's business or whatever. And I fell into like auction cars and I would buy up cars and just drive a different car to school like every other week and Ooh. sell it. Like I sold a ton of people their first cars. <laughs> <laughs> but so I went through a ton, a ton of different cars, but the wagon was like the first one that was like my car that I kept. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that one was like my first build because it was the first car I kept and actually invested money into to do stupid shit. So, I mean, 
it's not stuff I would do now, but the build itself was basically um, we rebuilt the motor, bored it 30 over, which I would do that again, absolutely. It was just an old tired motor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we did lower it, and, you know, we did do the basic bitch IROC chrome wheels on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did a full Flowmaster exhaust with long tubes. <laughs> nice, nice. Jeez. Um, we did replace the cam and the heads from a LT1 Corvette. My God. And <clears throat> I welded the rear, <laughs> the rear nice. end on it. So so it uh it wouldn't do one wheel peels. Your transmission must have been screaming. <laughs> eh, it actually held up pretty well, to be honest. Because you had the automatic column shifter, right? Yep. <laughs> um, I had the stupidest fucking uh Chevy emblem fucking chrome tip for the exhaust. <laughs> nice. Limo like, tints all around, and we redid the entire interior to match the color of the ex- exterior. What was the color? Baby blue. It looked fucking tacky as hell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it may have looked tacky, but like just gapping people in it probably like probably hurt their pride a little bit. I mean, it did move. It did move really well. It did move really well. Um <clears throat> Let's see, besides that, I just had a, you know, because it was the wagon, I had plenty of room. I had two amplifiers that sat between the second and third row seats. And I hooked up, I redid all the speakers and did two giant ass 12 inch subs. (laughs) God damn. Yeah, it was, it was a fun car. I loved it. I did enjoy it. I still want another one. I think. Obviously, I think that's the reason why I have such like a an affinity for wagons is probably because of that car. And it's probably the reason I have a paranoia of being pulled over by the police all the time because that car got me pulled over by the police all the time. I wonder why. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but it was bad. Like I had people, <laughs> you know, it, it's literally the fucking Cholo car. You know what I mean? Well, especially with the IROC wheel, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. IROC wheels, dark ass tints. <laughs> Back goodness. then I didn't I did I just pretty much buzz cut. Like I didn't grow my hair out, so it just added to that shit, you know? Yeah, I still imagine that you're still wearing sunglasses and uh, a trucker hat. Didn't your mom get pulled <laughs> over in the wagon because they were looking for you? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Did I talk about that on the podcast? I might have. I don't remember. Um, so, you know, when you do a tune-up, you go out for your test drive. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one that does that. You're All right. right I'm, I'm, okay, apparently I'm the only one that does that. <laughs> Play the cricket noise. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, basically, how old was I? I think I was maybe only like 16. I think it was like 16. 16. And the thing I had just done the tune-up on it. This was like before I built the car for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was still kind of like the family wagon. I got it like a couple months after that. But um, 
So I had just finished doing a tune-up on it, replaced all the spark plugs, oil change, air filters, all, you know, the basic shit, wires and all that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a little route that I would take to do the test drive afterward. Was there any reason for the test drive? No, not really. It was just, I don't know, I was 16. It was an excuse to take the fucking car out. So there was a road that had a kind of like one of those slant turns. It wasn't like a full 90 degree turn. It was a slant turn. So you can carry a good amount of speed through them. And during my test drive, I happened to go through that turn 65, 70 miles an hour. And there was a cop right there. And my stupid ass as a young kid, you know, saw him clinch my butt cheeks. I kind of saw in the rear view, I saw that he was starting to turn around and he turned on his lights. And I was like, shit. So I had turned into a random neighborhood and kind of went down into a cul-de-sac and like parked in some random person's driveway. Like that was kind of like obstructed by a tree and just sat there for like 10 minutes. (laughs) Eventually I drove the car home, didn't say anything. And you know, it's not exactly like a common Camry or something. Like if you see it once and you see it again, you know, it's the fucking car. So I guess my mom was driving to work and she got pulled over because they thought I was in there. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yes, that was my first build. Manny, what's your first build? My kind guy. I really don't really have a first build. Um, I didn't really get involved into cars until later on as I got more involved into pretty much right around the time since I started to get to know you guys more. Like when I, after I met you guys through Sugoi Saturday, hanging out more and becoming to the type of relationship we have as friends and everything here right now. So well, we're more technically, that's technically called peer I was, pressure. I wouldn't say it's peer pressure. Just <laughs> <laughs> you bully so, them. <laughs> I would actually have to say, like, I'm in the middle of, like, my first. Or how would you say, Tony? I think you're on your journey for your first build. Okay. You know, like, right now, you know, and, and again, this is just my opinion. You know, it, it's kind of like you have your your S550, mm-hmm. which is going through just some personalization, right? That's the yes. kind of mods I would call that. It's just personalization kind of making it your own, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have the El Camino, which is kind of like you're going a little bit more in depth in that one. You're doing like a resto, but you're resto modding as mm-hmm. you're going through it. So if I were to say which one's your first build, I would say it's kind of the El Camino, even though like the majority of the build is done. You're finishing that build, you know? Yeah. You're, I, I, like you're finishing that build for the El Camino. I think the Mustang falls a little bit more on the side of like a personalized car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would say I would consider your El Camino your first build. My opinion, at least. Yeah. Especially since I had the El Camino before I got the Mustang. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say the Mustang is so much of a build. I think it's just a personalized car, you know? I mean, like I think I think build kind of goes in when and again that maybe this is me just gatekeeping, but I say build is usually coming in when you're doing a bit more than your personalized aesthetics, you know? Yeah. 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 So like the El Camino, you know, 
and, and it, I guess levels to it, right? The El Camino, you even redoing the seats, I would put in as part of build versus personalizing. Because mm-hmm. that's not something small. It's not like buying new wheels or something like that. Like that's actually, you know, they took apart the whole upholstery and redid it all the way you wanted it to, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much restoration. Yeah, that's that's part of a build, not part of a personalizing a car. <laughs> exactly. If you can't change it back to stock for cheap, then, you know, pretty much that's, I think that's what separates them. Mm-hmm. What about you, Leo? All right, it took me a while to remember because remember that my memory's all hazy and shit. Oh. But damn, you accord. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> Thank God the accord. I know, I know. <laughs> Blessed for that accord. No, my first build was a 1999 Infinity G20. Not not the cursed one. Not the cursed one. It was the most innocent G20 I ever had. Or only one, I, uh, the second one I had. Um, uh, what I did to it, it was white. It was white on white. It was the base model. The base model has leather seats. So I don't know where the fuck that happened. Uh, sunroof it was nice and it had some super rare wheels there were five zagan imperial 05 wheels and my dumb it was back then when like i didn't know nothing about wheels my dumbass bought some replica wheels some strs and they were 15 by 9 plus zero offset so I had that little crazy poke. Jeez, and, yeah, that's super poke. Yeah. <laughs> I had like, what, quarter of an inch poke. <laughs> Although, to be fair, too, like, I don't, I didn't do real, real wheels until like, I was an adult, adult, as a, you know, as a young kid first getting into the cars, I think everybody ran reps. I ran reps. My, I didn't have I money for real wheels. <laughs> thing, I didn't know until I found out real wheels were cheaper online than reps. Mm. But um, I, I hopefully was always I was buying used. <laughs> hopefully, I don't get in trouble for this. But I'm going to say anyways, that first car is when I was 15 years old. And I didn't have a license. And I drove it to high school. All the way from my sophomore year to my senior year, still no license. <laughs> Got a multiple accident. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad times, and I started, you know, tinkering with it when I first bought the European front bumper. Uh, when I bought those rep wheels, and then when I lowered it, Tony, you might like this one. When I high lowered it, I didn't do it like how other people used to do it by you know cutting off the springs. I heated the fuck out of the springs to lower it. I feel like that's worse. I it was that is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I heated it up all the way to like it was like frame banging. Yep, and the fucking car just compresses it itself. Yes, sir. I'm not gonna lie, I've done that before too. <laughs> 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 that's why I know it's worse. And that's that, why I defaulted to cutting springs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I was like, oh, here's spring. Oh, this is easy. <laughs> and 
And yeah, I realized when I saw like what a year later, I noticed my spring, they were doing like little a sea bent on all of this. <laughs> I was like, hmm, they shouldn't be like that. You know, that's the weird thing about me is that uh even even back then I kind of switched cars a lot. Not because like I had a fucking ton of money to do shit. It was just more like I would sell it and try to buy an upgrade, sell it and try to buy an upgrade and like I was mentioning before, I would go to the auction a lot. So sometimes I'd run into something at the auction that was just way nicer than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I don't think I ever got to go with the, I guess the final results of what happened to those heated springs. I just remembered it rode like shit. <laughs> Actually, mine rode nice for a while. Did it? It really did. Even to the last second before... <laughs> I blew the ever living shit out of the motor. <laughs> <laughs> it was me trying to race a Ford Lightning. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> and mind you, it was an automatic. So I was putting that shit on one to two to D. Oh, geez. Yeah. So the motor blew on me. That was not fun. And when I first uh, got the car, this is where my Instagram name come out, come along actually. Because when I first got the car, nobody knew what kind of car it was. Like, to the day forward, like, when I say G20, they're like, they what now? Even I had that moment, too, when you first told me about that car. Yeah, like, literally, if you look at it, you're like, oh, is that a Sentra? A lot of people told me, is that a Mirage? Is that a Civic? Is that this? Is that that? I think the most memorable one you've told me is when the, the CHP officers for your fix-it ticket said it was a Civic. Yeah, and he was, like... He was angry at me, like, why are you lying to me? I know that's a Civic. I'm like, I told him, like, bitch, this is not a Civic. This is a fucking <laughs> Infinity. I have the registration. He's like, I know you make fake uh, registration ticket. I'm like, bro, what do you mean it's a fake registration? It's fucking, I had to go in the car and bring it out. I, like, fucking slapped it on the window. I'm like, fucking read it. <laughs> He's like, Get, do that one more time. I'll make sure that shit ain't going to pass. I'm like, bro, just fucking read that shit. It's not a Civic. He's like, you're like, I know the Civic. I'm going to let it pass this time. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you seen the grill. You opened the hood. It said Nissan. The engine said Infinity. You're a liar. <laughs> but yeah, so so the name Unknown V2 came from A, my, like no one knew the car, so it was unknown. And B2, basically, you know, V2 stands for version 2. Basically, meaning like the way I got the car, I made it my own version. Basically, from previous owner to my version. So basically, from version one where I bought it to version two. So basically, all my Instagram is or the name is basically under my card name. So the silver G twenty was unknown V two, all the way to the Celica. The Celica is unknown V two. I'm not unknown V two. I'm Leo. But the other car, they were, they all are unknown V2. I am not unknown V2. Because literally, no one knows what car it is. And I'm making another version of it. So that's what, what, hence the name V2. Got it. All right. All right. The origin stories. Yes, sir. Very cool. Very cool. Well, let's get into, well, I think we're going to skip number four on our agenda just for time's sake today. Fair enough. 
Yeah. And let's do number, let's skip number five too. Let's get into the arc movement recap. All right. This is an event we finally all made it out. <laughs> yeah, we all as a unit came together. I mean, sort of. Um, I mean, one came late. Well, I was the one that actually actually, actually went <laughs> to the event. Or part. Tony, what's the word I'm trying to look for? <laughs> <laughs> Participated? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, so Manny was registered for the ARC Movement show, and he was one of the booth cars with uh, Scott, uh, sponsor of the show, TFT Performante. Hello, Scott. You haven't yes. met me yet. <laughs> Originally, he has met you. Oh, met me once, but. Twice. Twice? Yes. When was the second time? The uh, Cars and Coffee in Puente Hills. Uh, we technically don't count that. That's still a meet. Uh, I guess. All right. Twice then. But yeah, I, originally I was supposed to go in the El Camino, uh, but it's still being worked on with the rewire because Alex is taking his time. And I told him I I, I, I told him to make, take his time because I didn't want to rush him on that. Yeah. So I took the Mustang instead. But Can I... Scott was very persistent on me taking another car, right, Tony? Yep. That was never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Even I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because Scott wanted like a, as many like, I guess, track car build if the, if the El Camino wasn't coming. Mm -hmm. So he was asking me if I could bring the Mustang. And I was like, well, no, I didn't register. I'm going to go, you know, later on in the day. I had some stuff I needed to do in the morning. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, then he calls me nine o'clock at night before the show and says hey can manny take your car <laughs> <laughs> sorry scott that's not gonna happen i know you're listening <laughs> scott could have hit me up i could have bring a trailer with my celica <laughs> this is true this is true well i don't know you can't be leaking over there I'll put a big tarp underneath it. They won't know. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like, you know, the show cars, they put the mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a tarp. tarp. <laughs> no, nah, it's got to be cardboard. Cardboard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be cardboard. They won't know. They won't know what's coming. <laughs> I try to push it off. They're like, whoa, what is this oil over here? <laughs> yeah, it's all sparkly from the fucking debris and metal shavings in your... <laughs> oh, i just kidding. Let's hope not. Uh, let's hope not. <laughs> I'm gonna check it. Up. I'm gonna check it up this Friday. Metal uh, so shavings and oil. As there's metal shaving and oil, I'm gonna call you and be like, "How dare you curse me?" Fucking <laughs> jinx the whole thing. Uh, Imagine not even metal shavings, metal pieces. Yeah, yeah, just the bottom of a connecting rod. You're <laughs> how it came out from the little drain plug. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So Manny was a booth car. Uh, Leo, what time did you show up at? Um, man, what time did I show up at? <laughs> you actually showed up around the time that the show actually started. So I came in time, technically. Technically, in, yes. Yeah, technically speaking, yes, I did came in time. I was a last second uh, arrival, <laughs> basically. I wasn't planning to go, but I actually ended up going with uh, my good buddy Jose, my friend, my homie. And nothing else, Jose. <laughs> okay. I'm sensing something. Uh, loud and clear. Just 
pointing it out there. Jose, if you're listening, I think you just got friend zoned. No, no friend zone. <laughs> we are both single gentlemen looking for female. And we are, and me and Jose are just cool homies. That's all like I gotta a, say. This is a podcast, not a dating site. Oh, damn, I did it again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the wrong app. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I actually showed up a little bit late, uh, 11 something. Yeah. I mean, he, you were spectating, so you really can't say you were late. He showed up yeah. when I was leaving. Yeah, literally. True. Which was uh, kind of nice, to be honest. Like, when I was leaving? <laughs> that too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it was actually kind of nice to show up when i was ready not have to kind of stress about it you know what i mean yeah i showed up got to walk around check out the car say what's up to you guys and before the show was over and the and you know i had to wait you have to wait through all the trophies or whatever and then wait for um everybody to roll out i just left and i was like oh i guess i'm going and beating traffic (laughs) well technically you didn't even have to wait for the trophies to, to leave as well well, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Because in in top deck, you're not allowed to leave until everything's done, right? No, they they said that uh, we weren't allowed to leave until one forty five, and they didn't start doing the awards until like a little bit after, like around two, maybe two thirty. So basically, to try to tell you, like, if you're you already know you're a loser, just head out already. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so I left around that time anyways. I think, yeah. Yeah, I probably left like an hour, like half an hour after you left because I was already dead tired from the day before. So I, it's like I just wanted to get some R&R. Yeah. But let's talk about the show itself. It was a really cool show, actually. A lot of interesting cars. Um, a lot of movie prop cards or movie theme cards, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see. Have you been her- to an arc movement show, Leo, before? Um, have I? Not that I know of. He's been to one, but like at towards the very end is when they still had it. It was for the, the food drive at the K1 speed in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. No, I was actually there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I brought my Celica and everyone was like all looking at the Celica. I was like, oh, leave me alone. Get away from me. No, that, yeah, that's the day when um Mark cheated uh, at the K1 speed uh go-kart race. I still want to rerun. <laughs> cheated, you say? Yeah. All right, all right. So um, as like Manny was saying, yeah, they did have a whole section with movie cars, which was a bit different. Manny like Leo. I definitely haven't seen those before, I guess. <laughs> you said that I said movie cars, but it was Leo. Oh, okay. One of you guys. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not even bother. Yes, yeah, you were right. There were movie cars. Manny said that. Settle down, Leo. It's okay. It's okay. It was pretty cool. I like. I actually liked Herbie. I'm a fan, big fan of Herbie. If I were have a, a mini, if I were have a bug, I would actually make it a Herbie style. All right. All right. Yeah, they had that one. They had the Toy Story truck. Yeah. 
And the Ghostbusters, I don't know what the fuck it was. The Ghostbusters, like Mini Cooper, I think. Mini Cooper and IA. And then the like the wagon or like the hearse or whatever. Oh yeah, they had that too. Uh, honestly, like I'm glad they came out to show up, but it was it wasn't anything that would pique my interest, so I kind of glazed over it a bit. They had the Need for Speed uh 350Z there. Oh, they did the the underground too. Yeah, they had also well the the Vin Diesel impersonator guy. The doppelganger. The doppelganger, Vin Gasoline. I I mean I've never met the guy. I'm sure he's a very cool fellow, but I just I can't understand it, dude. <laughs> I just he was can't. friendly, huh? He was friendly. He got a photo with Jose. Okay. You mean Jose got a photo with him? I, I imagine the other way around. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Much love for Jose. I see. Oh, you know, actually, no, it was Jose in photo with, <laughs> with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure he's a great guy, whatever, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I just really don't like the Fast and Furious movies. It's very cringy to me. All of them? I don't like any of them, dude. Not even three? None of them. I don't even Wait, think I've seen three. Why am I talking about it? We already had this conversation before. Yes, we, yeah, we did. <laughs> now I remember. By three, My- he's talking about Tokyo Drift. Okay. No, I've never, I didn't even bother watching it. That was cool. But, anyways, uh, another different thing they had at the show that I don't remember seeing is all the area with the scooters and little pit bikes. Pit bikes? Oh. Is that what they're called? Like the Groms and stuff like that? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to call them scooters. The Ruckus. Honda Ruckuses. Honda yeah, Ruckuses. Ruckuses, 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 Ruckuses. Yeah, I saw some of those. I saw some Groms and so- stuff like that, which they didn't have before, but fuck, there was like, what, at least 20 of them, right? There yeah, they, some... got pop- they got popular at the moment. Uh, motorcycles was there, too. A lot of motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty cool to see. Yeah, that a, was lot different. Yeah, a lot oh, of Teslas. A lot of Teslas. shit. Yeah, man. And a Tesla with soju bottle, which I wanted to take. <laughs> <laughs> Although this year, did you hear any of them playing the fake exhaust? No, because we didn't even notice they left. Oh, <laughs> well, no. Remember last year, they just had it on while everybody was walking around. Yeah. No, the dude was press- pressing the buttons to make the sounds as people walked by. Oh, my God. But yeah, definitely the Tesla, like... Uh, the Tesla turnout definitely got higher, way higher. Because last year, the 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 biggest group of cars for a specific car was the Type R's. Now it's the Teslas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That was true. Yeah, this year was the Teslas. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. Oh yeah, uh, you you would you would think it'd be something like you know. The Supras that are out now, or something, you know? Yeah. Or even the BRZs, given like the crowd, you know? Uh, there was a lot of Mopars as well. Yeah, there were. And there was only one, if I remember, one classic Japanese car. No, there were a couple, a handful, I actually. Ooh, okay. Favorite car you saw at the show? Uh, uh, that, um, 1970 Toyota Corolla. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course you choose that one. No, actually, yeah, there are multiples I like. Honestly, it would have to be the uh, the Need for Speed Underground 2 is 350Z just because it just like it reminded me of my childhood. Nostalgic flashback. Yes. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, mine is the that little sun, this is like a sunburst orange Datsun 510 with the SR20. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it's gorgeous, dude. It was. Beautiful. I need one. <laughs> I need a 510 wagon, it actually is what I need. Oh, good luck. I know. What I thought was really funny it was the DJ dressed up as Batman, though. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was pissing myself. <laughs> hey man, that's how he, that's how he funds his crime uh, crime fight hobby at night. Oh god, now DJ telling, by day, crime fighter by night. Like we were seeing smoke right there. I was like, man, what if that was not really smoke? <laughs> it was actually on fire. There was a few times I got worried because when the smoke the smoke came out, like he he looked like he was in a hurry get, getting under the table. But who knows? But yeah, the event was really cool. And everything was all good for a greater cause. Definitely. Uh, so I did look up an article from Motor Trend. Uh, they raised more than $10,000 towards the autism awareness research. Heck yeah. Congrats on that. Awesome. Glad, glad, you know, car enthusiasts out there for a greater cause supporting. Yeah, so, I didn't know they got a write-up on Motor Trend. Yeah, they did. That's gr- I'm so glad to see that they're getting like bigger name attention mm-hmm. kind of to the to his charity organ to his charity events you know what i mean definitely definitely i'm really That's glad super great it actually put a smile on my face for for helping out the kid at least or autism it actually put a big smile because i used uh back in high school i used to help out uh, a lot of autistic child i was a ta teacher assistant uh, helping out uh, kids in needs, and this actually makes me happy. So something something funny actually did happen at the show. Uh, Tony kind of remembers a little bit, I would say, but at the gate that lets you go up or out of the top deck, there was a car that parked in front of it, blocking the gate for people to leave and enter the top deck of the show. It was the the what was it the Trackhawk, right? No. No, it was just a regular Honda Accord. Yeah. And so apparently they tried to jack up the front because the wheels were turned. So that means they couldn't roll it. So they had to roll it from the rear. But apparently they didn't jack it up uh, properly and it punctured something. Yeah. When I left, I went to go look at the spot to see if it had like a giant oil stain or coolant stain or something but i didn't really see much neither did i but apparently people were talking about that it was something got punctured i mean there was a little bit of dripping that i saw but it didn't really look significant it could have even been like air conditioning condensate from what it looked like possibly possibly it it didn't look like anything big or major but who knows but if you remember that car was there for a while where they were trying to figure out how to move it because they couldn't get in touch with the owner Oh, yeah, yeah. It drew just a big crowd of people just watching. <laughs> yeah. Just waiting for something <laughs> to happen. And then those uh, two Evos that tr- try to, like, park next to it, even though it, 
being stubborn that they don't want to uh, move when they were trying to like make room so they can actually let people out of the top deck area. Yeah, man. Sometimes the entitlement, dude. Yeah. Like that's some of the things I really don't miss about car shows. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, it was a pretty, pretty good show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's always a good time. It definitely is. Even though Fun I was time. half awake most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know I said it's fucking, it's nice to show up and kind of leave when I want to, but I did kind of miss submitting my car in, you know? And getting in there. Yeah. So maybe next year, maybe next year. Or maybe the next show they do like the food drives. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. He does do a couple of them a year. Ooh, okay. I'm excited for that one. Mm -hmm. We're planning to get Mike back out here to talk about that and probably promote the next one too. Anyways. Or, and, or if not to promote the next one, but also to talk about the over experiences of like how the shows have grown for him and how his organization has grown. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, keep a lookout for that that episode when it finally comes through. Mm-hmm. We'll see when it happens. I know there's a lot of lineups of different guests that we've been wanting to have on, but man, schedules sometimes are pretty tough to get kind of exactly. get everybody organized. Can we get Barack Obama next? Well, uh, you see, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do a full impersonation, but no, not right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think with that, we're going to call this an episode, fellas. Manny, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. Also... Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and uh, uh, McDonald's. And yeah. Love it. Love it. And if you have any questions, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. With that, we will see everybody next Wednesday and for the next 100 episodes. Adios. Sayonara. Bye-bye.